All right, Jackson, welcome back to the latest edition of Partner Me, Alex, your only resource for lumberjack basketball. And man, oh man. It's a great night. Wow. You're here with Alex and Jack. Just crazy, man. Crazy day of activities and a crazy night of lumberjack basketball. I mean, first of all, we're in Huntsville. So rode the fan bus. Rode the fan bus to Huntsville. And anytime I go to Huntsville, ever since I started going to SFA in 2007, like every time I would hit like state like county line of Huntsville, mm-hmm. like my whole like stomach just gets queasy and I feel like I'm gonna throw yeah, up gross. from just the grossness of Save Houston. It's gross. Even when we got on campus, my mom said the orange is just so ugly. <laughs> Well, it is. It is. It's so. It's just a whorish color. It's terrible. It's just gross. It's just a gross shade of orange. I mean, any shade of orange is gross. So let's just put that to bed right now. <laughs> um, you might notice our voices are a little uh, scratchy. Very scratchy. And uh, I'm going to just chalk that up to a lot of screaming defense and a lot of yelling. A lot of yelling. A lot of yelling. Like copious amounts of yelling. Probably the most we've yelled all season. To be honest with you, so probably yeah. I mean, well, we maybe despite the Duke game, but oh yeah, 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 yeah. Good point. Good point. Good. Point. Other than that, yeah, it was the most definitely I mean, the most in conference. Oh, for sure, no doubt, no doubt. I know, I know, because I just trying to remember. There was another game that I think we woke up the next day and we could we did not have a voice. And I don't probably know, Bama. Oh, it could have been that one. It could have been that one. We just we you couldn't even understand a word we said. Um, didn't let me know. Anyway, so yeah, let's talk about um, first before we get started with the actual game stuff, the non basketball ish related. Uh, so we went on the fan bus yesterday, and yeah, always such a great experience. Thank you, SFA Alumni Association. Yeah, seriously. I mean, and again, you do not have to be an SFA alumni to ride on the SFA. No, bus. there were people on the bus last night that were sitting right behind me that they literally just heard that there was a bus going to Sam Houston in Huntsville, and they had a friend that was living in Huntsville that was going to the game. And so they just decided like, Oh, we'll just call the bus for free transportation. Yeah. Like they weren't even SFA fans. Oh yeah. They were just people. Okay. Yeah. I didn't get to know them. Yeah. There it was the, the gentleman sitting like directly gotcha. behind me. And then like the guy sitting across from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, they weren't even, I mean, but they came and sat with the game and I don't, I don't I'm assuming they cheered for us. Cause we kind of grilled them and asked them to cheer for us. <laughs> <laughs> But it was just funny. We so yeah, bus we did. I mean, I don't think they realized how many people were actually on the bus because they had to like move some stuff around. Yeah, they had to move, move the well, coolers. Move coolers. Yeah, room for people. And Jacqueline had to sit with a cooler. Yeah, I, it's never been that packed before. So no, I didn't get there early. Well, oops. I mean, we I didn't get there early either, and I live in town. I got there like 15 minutes before we left and I was like, all right, we should be good. Walk on the bus. I was like, like there weren't even any seats. Like we had to ask people to like sit together. And first of all, if you're going to be a single on the bus, you should automatically know you're going to sit with someone. You're going to have to sit with somebody, especially if it's a packed bus and you should probably sit with another single. Yes. You know, the people who get on the bus together can sit together. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Cause we had to ask people to do that so that at least me and mom can sit together. And then by the time y'all got on the bus, I was like, damn, there's no more seats. Like, we still have, like, far more people coming on the bus. Yeah, exactly. So, like, well, yeah. luckily we – because I brought both of my parents. And mm-hmm. luckily Jerry Poole, we've known for years. So my dad sat with him. Yeah. And my mom, who can chat up anyone, sat with someone she didn't know. And I sat with Cooler. And you sat way, with Cooler. <laughs> and then on the way back, we asked them to let my parents sit together. So Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so whatever. I got to play stewardess the whole time. Bartender. You did. You were such a great fun. stewardess. You were extremely um, efficient. Very quick with the orders and um, always served with a smile. Yeah, I want to know how many stars I got for my... I mean, from me specifically, you got five stars. I mean, my beers were always cold and promptly served. Yeah. And with a koozie. With a koozie. Yeah, yeah, you were, it, was, you it was extremely prompt service. Mm-hmm. It was fun. We had, we had a great group. We, we had, did. What, 50 people on the bus is what Amber told me last night. Yeah, there was, yeah, 50 people, including, you know, the the few, yeah, including the bus driver, a few people from uh, the Alumni Association, the actual, like, staff that works at the Alumni Association came. Um, There was Amber and Travis and Derek. Mm -hmm. um, And then 
there was just, yeah, there was just a lot of SFA fans, like the typical kind of characters, cast of characters that normally go on the bus trips. And then some new faces that we haven't seen yet. So it was just a great day. And, you know, we left and got there really early. I don't know if the bus driver was just like not hitting any traffic or went like a special way, but I think they, I think we left a little bit earlier too. And the originally on the schedule again was two 30 and then it was changed to three. Oh, so I was under the impression it was at two 30 when we left. And That's what I thought. Was yeah. Time, so, yeah. Cause by the time we got there, it was about two ish, one 30, And so I was like, okay, cool. Like we're getting our good timing. We could just walk in, sit right down and I mean, we had to wait probably like what, 10, 15 minutes for the doors to open or something mm-hmm. like that. So, which is fine. But um, yeah, so we just got there and then of course watched the girls game, which unfortunately they, they lost. I they know. just did not look good. Yeah, but they started off. They started off really so good. good. And even they dad started. was like, we couldn't have started this game off better. Yeah. Did knock on wood and it just fell apart. I know. I don't, I, I don't to give it their credit, I mean, Dad was like, they're they're playing really great defense because I I mean Marissa, I think, had like two shots the whole game. They did. Like she just had no open shots. There was nothing. I don't even think I mean, usually it's and either she, got in foul trouble early she did. She she sat for the majority of the first half, honestly. I mean, which was again not something you want to see from one of your top scorers. Yeah. And I mean, her and Stephanie Fisher. Stephanie couldn't get a shot. Nothing, going. nothing. And those are the two that you rely on. So they, so really, it was like the game of Zaya. You know, she's so good. She really like came up and honestly carried the team on her back. Yeah, she's the only one who did any scoring. Literally, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was all her. All her. And yeah, they were just terrors in the pan. Um, Sam Houston was. They were just, yeah. they could not, we could not get in the paint or open. Sh- they just played like lights out defense and credit to them. Credit to yeah. them for tough, tough loss, but it still is. On top. They are still, still on top. So. We, they had, you know, obviously you don't want to drop a game, but they had more of a cushion yeah. to drop a game than like the boys did. So unfortunately, yes, they dropped the game, but. And then, of course, the guys' game starts, and holy moly, Jesus, God. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead, since we're there, we'll since we're there, jump we'll into the there. general Yeah, let's go ahead and start. Around. Yeah. So, going in, our – oh, no, that's their overall. Sorry, it's 15 and 6 in conference, 8 and 2. A um, few little season highlights for Sam. Um, not a lot of big games that they played in, in yeah, pre-conference. Yeah, it looks like they weren't the, really challenged very hard yeah. in pre-conference here. Yeah. So they, they took an L to Mississippi State, 67-58. to 58. Um, They played San Francisco, who was in the Belfast Classic with us last year, but I can't remember if we played them or not. I think we did. Oh. Um, but they took an L to San Francisco, 90-81. We'd have to look back and see if they did. Um, yeah. They won over La Tech, 71-68. Okay. And they won versus five, 75-61. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so their conference games, their eight wins, UNO, McNeese, Southeastern Louisiana, Lamar, Houston Baptist, Adeline Christian, and Texas A&M Corpus Christi. And Which yeah. beat us. So yeah. that was that was critical yeah. that we beat them last yes. night because if they – Yeah. Um, yeah. And the two L's they took were to UCA and Nichols. Because that would have looked very mm-hmm. – that would have looked good for Sam Houston. Oh, yeah for seeding purposes yes. because we lost Adam Corpus Christi and they beat Adam Corpus Christi. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like if we ended the season like really close in standings, that would have taken precedence probably. Oh, yeah. I mean, hundred percent. So that's critical. Okay. <laughs> so little match history, um, you know, biggest rivalry. Mm-hmm. However, we are on top 51 wins, uh, and 46 losses. So now, you know, 52 wins. Yep. Um, largest margin of victory was 85-53, and that was in 04. Oh, boy. Smallest margin of victory was 67-66, and that was in 2012. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to remember if that was an away or a home game because <laughs> – No, I can't remember. I can't remember either, but there was a game. Probably it was pretty early in my SFA career. I don't know if it was 2012. That, that's, that's later towards the end, but I, it might have been like 2009 or 2008 where Sam came to SFA and honestly, like normally where I sat when I was in school was behind the bench, the away bench to like heckle oh, the yeah. other team. You yeah. know what I mean? In the hecklers section. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't even, by the time I got to the game that day, I couldn't even sit in my normal heckler seat because it was so packed. Uh, I had to sit behind the bucket ooh. up towards the top. Yeah. Yeah. Like me and I think it was me and Ira, like we got there and it we couldn't even sit where we normally sat because 
it was just so packed. Like it was wall to wall people. Yeah. I've never, honestly, that was in my three, in my furthest memory back. That was the first time I think I've ever seen William R that packed up until, you know, like recent times, but like it was crazy, crazy. Um, so yeah, let's go into the general game notes. So going in, we are 18 and three overall nine and one in conference. Um, we obviously won the game clearly as we've discussed. 81, 76, and let me tell you what a game it was, though. I mean, just generally as a game itself was extremely, like, stressful because we really didn't have a lead. I mean, we trailed pretty much the whole entire game. Until the end of the game, yeah. I mean, so we were always close, close, maybe two points away, and then they would get another two and pull away. And then, you know, like, we were close, but we never actually had a lead until the very, like, end of the game. And that's the part that was so frustrating and stressful. And Lord, oh, my Lord Jesus. It was just crazy. And then, you know, but I'm so glad that we pulled that win out and that we got the win at Sam Houston. That's just so critical. And they have their biggest home crowd of the year. I mean, their attendance that game was um, 2889. And I can guarantee that I would say 889 of that was probably SFA. Yeah. I mean, we had a a huge SFA contingent, alumni, current students, fans in general. Yeah, because we had the 50 off the bus, and then we had a bunch of Purple Haze came. At least 50 or more Purple Haze students came. And then a bunch of just random random alumni. Yeah. People driving from NAC on their own. People coming from Houston. I mean, there were people that came from Dallas. Like my friend Devin, like he came from Dallas that morning. Oh, the one who's sitting on the Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. He was, I go to, he he comes to that game every year. It doesn't, he doesn't matter. He always makes a point to come to that game every year. Yeah. So, I mean, there are people that are coming from near and far for that game, which is just fantastic. Um, So anyway, let's talk about the current Southland standings as of right now, 1119 in our Lord year 2020 on february 2nd happy super bowl sunday by the way i know football isn't your gat in your isn't your bag but it is super bowl sunday so for us in the football world yeah it is a critical sunday i might watch you might i think you should it'll be a good game it'll be a good game you should cheer for patrick mahomes chiefs he's a east texas boy no we'll see i'm really torn because yeah i mean patrick mahomes is from white house and yeah dad like lives in tyler yeah i see his dad like out and stuff Mm mm-hmm um, so obviously, kind of want to share for them, but then like the Giants have the first Giants like, female. It's the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers. What? Oh, Giants is baseball. Eh, whatever. Um, <laughs> well, the to, to be fair, there are Giants in football too. Yeah. It's, yeah. That confused me. It's San okay. Francisco team has the first female coach. Yes. Which I really like. So, yeah. Uh, I'll be happy either way. Okay. Yeah. It'll be a good game. And then, of course, you know, of course, the commercials and, yeah. and the halftime. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be Who's good. Who's doing the halftime show? Uh, I'm so J-Lo? I think that's right. And Shakira? I think I saw something that said both of those. Maybe. Let's see. Hey, it'll be good regardless. So, yeah. So, right now, uh, SFA obviously is at the top of the conference, still at the top of the conference. We're at 10-1. and one. Uh, Sam Houston is still second at 8-3, and three, but they're tied for second with Nichols, um, both at 8-3. and three. And then Abilene Christian, 7-3. and three. So, there has been a little bit of separation Finally, in the South End, on the men's side, we've been waiting all year for some separation to start occurring. And now, finally, towards the second half of this conference schedule, it's starting to occur. Um, The only team we have not played yet in conference is Nichols. And that game is on Wednesday night at home. At home. Can't wait. I will be late. Yeah. So just... (laughs) Save my seat. <laughs> and, and I'm ready. Okay. Um, at the end of the conference, unfortunately, as per usual, on a actual one game win. Oh, Houston Baptist won. Shut the front door. Who they play? Oh my God. Let me check really fast. Dude, one sec. One sec. Beat? One sec. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Who did they beat? Corpus Christi. That's weird. They beat Corpus Christi. Yes. 82 77. See y'all. This, this is, is the South. This is the wildness of the South. This is ridiculous. We're by and far the number one team, and the one team who beat us just got beat by the worst team, worst in, the team in the conference. <clears throat> what the sh was that? That's what their is only that? Conference win. That's their only conference win. That's the only win. conference win. Yes. 
Oh my gosh. I can't. Okay. That's the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. They have two conference wins. They have two conference wins. I thought wins. they had two for the whole season. They do have two for the, the, the whole season. Oh, but they're both in conference? Yeah. Oh, I thought only one was in. No, I no. Was a free conference game. No. So who's the other team they beat? Oh, let me go back. I think it's UIW for some reason. That's what would make sense. So I promise you it's probably not who it was. Central Arkansas. That's See? right. See? Central Arkansas. Oh and they're they're in the middle of the pack. They're six and five. Yeah. So it's not like – but that's the thing. That's a crazy thing. Again, Anna Corpus Christi is towards the bottom of the pack at five and seven, and they beat us. And that's also just college basketball. And that's any, just – you're any right. Any, at any given time, any given day. It could be anyone. You could have a team like Houston Baptist, who is literally two and 17 for the entire year, beat – a team, OAM Corpus Christi, that is nine and fourteen, still not great, but they beat us. I just okay. And then you could have a you know team like a SFA. Old Southland School beat Duke. number one Duke. So I mean, <laughs> we're still we're gonna be fifty years old still talking about this. Uh, it's gonna be on my tombstone if I have one. <laughs> Bury me with it. <laughs> we beat Duke. Uh, <laughs> Bury me in my we beat Duke shirt. Please, <laughs> I ask you so humbly, <laughs> when I kick the bucket, if I'm still coherent, just throw me in my We Beat Duke shirt and let me let me out. <laughs> just rest in peace. In the eulogy, we also beat Duke. Yeah, and also to kind of uh, double up on what Peyton said yesterday about eulogizing him at a oh. SFA basketball game, I about, I about died. Yikes is right. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not against it, but it'd be kind of weird. I agree. And this is, a, okay, this is actually on my area of grievances list, but I'm going to throw it in here because it, it fits. But, oh my, so we haven't we haven't talked at all about Kobe and all the other families on the helicopter and oh, obviously yeah. prayers for everyone there. It's just hard to talk about, so I'm very, kind of avoiding yeah, it. Yeah, very hard to discuss. But yeah. yesterday, this girl from Sam at the game. Bless her heart. Bless her heart is all I can say. Um well, no, I have more to say than that. Oh, well, yeah. That's the nice thing that's, to say. That's the Southern um, thing to say. Bless her heart. Has a poster that says R.I.P. Kobe with the number 22 on it. Um, Numbers aren't a strong suit for how Bearcats. How dare you disrespect <laughs> Kobe's memory? At least Google his fucking number. He had two. I think he that's had like two. my first That's your first F-bomb, probably. Google that shit, GTS. If you were going to make a poster, at least Google the number and get it correct. Okay. I mean, but still, I mean, number, he had two numbers. Even if you didn't know what the most recent one is, you could probably. Well, she's too young to know number eight. Any, any of the. Ask, ask your, ask the dude next to you. I guarantee the, I guarantee a man next to you at least will know or someone. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. We're going to, we'll just keep going into this. All right. So let's move in. We're done with the standings. Let's move into the stat section, which Sean Kennedy did say he was going to send us a case of beer. Oh, where, where was, but I also told him, I don't know where, I don't know, but I also, Kennedy's and the Skeefs. We were missing y'all on the fan bus. I need answers, but I also told him that we would gladly accept free license plates too. Mm. I'd rather have that. I would rather have that. Yes. He even yeah. told us that we should have part me Alex license plates. Oh my gosh, we should. And I told him, yes, can we do that? He said, let's work something out. And I, I this, this was like when we were at Alabama. Yeah. So I haven't brought it back up again. Okay. But it's going to be brought back yeah. up now. We yeah. We need them. We need them. Along with Park PMA Alex. Alex and PMA Jax or something. Yes. No one's going to have that. No. No. No one would have PMA on there. No. And I, and they probably, my full name won't, it was going to be PMA ALX. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to be like PMA JAC or something like that. Yeah. Because you can only have how many like digits or letters? I think yeah, seven I or eight. No, eight's too much. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, okay. yeah. 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 All right. So. Sean, here are your stats. All right, so field goal percentage, 51%. Very good. Uh, Three-point percentage, 38.5. Free throws, I'm going to say I was much, 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 much more pleased. Yes. With 78.8%. They did have 100% on their free throws. However, they only shot nine. 
Um, That's because we didn't foul as much. Yeah, well, I'm getting there. Shockingly. They they only shot nine free throws, and we shot We shot, yeah, 33, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, 26 of 33 is not bad. Like, really good. I was Considering the past few games, we've struggled. So, yeah. We've struggled. So, yeah. Uh, points in the paint, 34. Very strong. Mm-hmm. Points off turnovers is higher than I expected, 20. Mm-hmm. Um, second chance points, 15. Meh, tight. Not bad, uh, but not yeah. outstanding. Fast break points, 16. Bench points, also 16. Um, total rebounds, 34. I was pleased with that. That's really good. Because uh, we way out-rebounded them. They only had 27 yeah. rebounds. Uh, so offensive boards, we had 12. Defensive, we had 22. So foul situation, as I pointed out from the massive amount that we shot, and they only shot nine. We had 12 fouls. They had 23. Oh, yeah, they totally fouled the crap out of us. Doubled. Well, and a lot of those also came at the very end because they were trying to stop the clock, stop the clock, stop the clock, and they kept fouling John, fouling John, fouling John. That's probably why John had how many? He had five five points, but they're all fouls. Yeah. They're all free throws. Um, And there there were a lot of fouls they did during the game that didn't get called that shouldn't have been anyways. Oh, of course. Again. I digress. Right. Um, Another note stat, uh, the lead changed four different times and the score was tied nine times. So as you can see, it was tied up. (laughs) Yeah. Towards the end of the game there, mostly. Um, Again, very stressful last like five to ten minutes of the game. Yes. Yeah. Um, So turnovers, we had more than them. We had 16 and we forced 15. But Mm -hmm. like I said, we, I mean, points off of turnovers, 20, that was good. So uh, we had eight steals. We had five blocks. Um, so our game leaders, he wasn't high point. He was second high point. But I, I, I feel like player of the game had to be Nate. Oh, yeah. thousand percent. Um, Between him and, well, Johnny, you know, towards the end there, because he was really kind of taking yes, the brunt of the, the fouls fouls, and yeah. the free fouls. But, but Nate kind of put the team on his back a yeah. lot of the game. And just, you know, a lot of defensive plays, a lot of, you know, just driving to the basket, not even caring about his body yeah. and just getting smacked around down there in the, in the freaking paint. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, he was going for it. I mean, and just to put in perspective, one, one of my friends in Tyler, who's never watched any of our games, watched yesterday during the game. Oh, he really? That was his first game. And oh, really? he was like texting me and was like, Bain is by far my favorite player. And I'm like, he's usually not our high scorer by far. Yeah. But yesterday he was. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, I mean, if that illustrates how, how his game was. Um, so he had 16 points, six rebounds. He was six of six from the free throw line. And had four assists. Uh, actual high point was Gavin, 17 points, which if you watch this game, he did not seem like he was high point at no. all. No. At all. We were shocked when we looked at this, when we looked at the stats. Like he was struggling. I mean, he was uh, he's on my airing of grievances list several times. Um so <clears throat> yeah. got on the bus and I was looking up the stats. Uh I remarked to my dad that he was actually half point, and he, he said that that was a very sneaky seventeen points. Oh, very sneaky <laughs> not, seventeen points. Did not seem that way. No. Um, so he had seventeen points, six rebounds. He was five six from the free throw line. He did better free throws. Yes, one hundred percent. Yes, two assists, two blocks. Uh, Kevon tied Nate for sixteen points. Um, he had five rebounds, six of seven from the free throw line. I feel um, like Kevon kind of had a sneaky game too because yeah. he was not on. Like he normally is. Yeah, his outside his shooting outside shooting was there. not there. Yeah. So that's that's one thing. That's why I was shocked when I saw those stats. I was like, I do not remember Kevon yeah. getting that many points, but okay, yeah. you know, yeah. He had one assist, one steal. Uh, Rati had eleven points, six mm-hmm. rebounds, one assist. He had a really strong game. He did defensively as defensive well, defensive and offensive. Yeah. yeah. Um, Charlie, I know we said this last game, but this was, I think, his best game. Oh, for sure, hundred percent, hundred percent ever. I uh, agree. I nine agree. points, which has to be his highest scoring game. At least, at, or be. if not, it close. Yeah. Yeah. Three rebounds, two assists, two blocks, one of which I'll discuss. <laughs> uh, and then, like Alex said, Johnny at the end, five of six free throws. Those were his only points. But, but still. I mean, he was hitting all of them. Yeah. And Three he was. Three and a steal. He was so clutch there. So clutch. Very, very. So my feats of strength. Um, my first note was free throws. I mean, just right off the bat at the beginning of the game, we were just, I think like the first six that we had, we made five. Um, yeah. 
So, I mean, we were just nailing them, hitting them down. Um, Charlie Strong, that was like my second note of the game. I mean, he was just strong on offense, strong on defense every time he was in there. So, kind of to back up because I didn't, I didn't um, go over this at the beginning, but going into the game or, you know, a few hours till tip off, we were kind of afraid we were going to be short two guys because um, Cam uh, lost a, a teammate as, mm-hmm. of his and was attending his funeral in Arkansas. Luckily they got him on a flight back in time for the game. We yes. were so happy to have him there. Yeah. I, I think it was probably good for him. I hope it was good for him to be there. I hope so um, too. Yeah. I hope so too. And Calvin is sick. So anyhow, um, so Charlie was getting some extra playing time. So super strong on offense, um, made a crazy three that my dad was like, Oh, that's not who we want shooting a three. But, no, but oh, we made it. <laughs> he made it. I know. Cause we all, as soon as he got there, like <laughs> we held our breaths and I was like, Oh, like, Oh my God, he made it. Yeah. It was a much needed shot. Um, you know who else had a good shot? We weren't expecting it. Gavin. Oh, remember yes. he it wasn't yes. a three. It was a two, but still, I mean, it was, it was outside. It was, it was outside. outside. It was very outside. <laughs> not as, it, it was outside my comfort zone. Yeah, I know. Hundred percent, But he made it. Ooh. Ooh. Another moment. It was just like, great. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Charlie, just super strong on offense, super strong on defense, major three, sickest block ever. Oh my gosh. Best block I've seen in like forever. Best one this season for sure. Yeah. And, and Gavin had a sick one too. I, I, he he did. He but did, but Charlie's, Charlie's was. was oh, I know. Man. Yeah. Um, okay. Like I said, Nate, excellent game. Um, and he had one play where he stole ball and back and forth. Yeah. John. Yeah. All the way down the court for the score. Awesome. Um, Cam had a really great steal and a dunk. Uh, so you know there were glimmers. We we did struggle some, and our outside shooting wasn't as good. But they play really tenacious defense. So they do. Um, <clears throat> so to. I had a couple things in Jacqueline didn't say, but she had a couple of the same ones I did about um, the blocks by both Charlie, our boy country and, uh, and Gavin. Um, Nate had some really great second chance points that I wanted to point out. You know, again, we said that he just really put his, the team on the back on his back specifically, like carried the team um, through a lot of the kind of turbulent times during the game. And so he had a lot of really good rebounds and second chance points that, just no one else could get because that boy can jump. He is jumping for the country of freaking Bahamas right now. Like he is jumping. Like I've never seen him jump before. He is jumping. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. Let's see. Let's see. Um, there was a nice pass sequence um, to Gavin from Charlie with a, with a resulting bucket. I mean, it was just a clean pass, very smooth. Like it almost looked like, you know, they were in with, I mean, Literally, Charlie just kind of chunked it and Gavin like turned at the right at the very right second and grabbed it and put it in the basket. <clears throat> Almost like they were in the same brain for that one. So it was great. Cam had some really good rebounds as well. Um, again, both him and um, Nate are good at that. They're good at kind of coming out of nowhere and grabbing the ball mm-hmm. over everybody, over all the post guys. Like they can jump. Very They're very sneaky. Um, and again, the free throw shooting way better, way better from Gavin, um, who has struggled the past few games. Nate had great free throws as well. Um, we did catch up at the second half. Thank God went in tied. I mean, if we wouldn't have went into the half tied and on a high note, I think that the second half would have been a whole different story. So I am so happy that that's how we went into the half, because if not, it would have just, I think it would have just kind of got out of control. Because that first half was very rough, you know, when there were, you know, miscommunications, there were things happening yes. on both offense and defense. There were some turnovers that just should not have been there. Um, of course, again, the Southland Conference refs, who I don't know if they have any continuing education or what, but just not knowing what they're doing and, and blowing the whistle and not calling it. And then just, it, it made no sense anyway, which we'll get to in a second with the grievances, but um, all around, Good game. Could have been better. We have a lot of correctable mistakes and a lot of correctable errors that can be corrected. Uh, we just got to keep driving. So Yeah, and tough, yeah. tough dub to get on the road, and we got it. So Exactly. All right, so stick around. We'll be right back with the airing of grievances and, of course, any captions and memes that we have and uh, some announcements. So stick around. 
All right, Lumberjack fans, we are live on the fan bus. Sponsored by the SFA Alumni Association. Sponsored by, yes. All right, I'm here with Trina, longtime SFA Lumberjack fan. Excellent. Excellent. All right, Trina, we just won in Sam Houston. Thoughts, feelings, reactions. Awesome. Amazing. A little sad because the girls lost, but super excited that the boys won because it keeps us at the top. That's right. Yes. That's right. What All do you right. think about the turnout? We have the a good turnout. For the purple? For the gang? Yes, All, always. Girl. There's always more purple than orange. I agree. Agreed. Always. We even had the orange sitting with us tonight. <laughs> we sure did. We, and they were cheering with us. Yes. I know. I know. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being such a dedicated fan. And yes. Can't wait for the next game. Next Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. Yes, Nickel State. You hear that, Jack fans? <laughs> be there, be proud. Axe and Jacks. Axe and Jacks. Hey, Jack fans. Welcome back to Park Me, Alex. You just heard from our girl Trina Benson Menifee. She's an SFA super fan. She's been um, a huge basketball fan ever since she was at school at SFA. She works at SFA now. She lives in NAC. Um, she's one of the true blue fans and girl she is a cheerer. Mm-hmm. I've, I've I've never sat with her at a game because she always sits like directly across from us yeah. on the court with her um, with all of her coworkers. But man, they are from the game tip off to the buzzer cheering. Yeah, they're like up on the on the screen several times every day. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. they, they, and they cheer. And man, and they know basketball. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's one thing to be a fan and just like yeah. cheer, like woohoo. But they. They pay attention to the stats. They pay attention to the fouls. They're like, ooh, ooh, that one, 14, he got four fouls. Let's let's get him fouled out. Like yes. They pay attention to that stuff. They do. I was so impressed with, with their basketball acumen and knowledge. Me too. Um, and they're just hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Funny. Anyway, so that was Trina. We were on the bus ride home, and she was sitting, like, right beside me. So I was like, you know what? Let's just, let's just get a little reaction from Trina because she's hilarious. So anyway, that was her. Uh, but anyway, let's move into our uh, our next segment, the one you love, the one you love to hate. Tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. <laughs> I got a lot of problems with you people. It's Festivus every yeah. day. Yeah. I do have a lot of problems. With I, yeah, we do. Sam Houston. And oh, I have a problem with all of Sam Houston. Um, but we'll I'll let you go first. So they have a really shitty scoreboard. I'm going to complain about that first because even dad was like, they need to get with the program and like get an actual video board in the middle. So they had something on one on the end of that. We were facing literally like high school scoreboard yes. like from Douglas ISD gym. Yeah. Um, and then the sort of bigger one that shows the lineup of who's in the game and their points and fouls directly behind us up on the wall. Yep. So we had to turn around every time we want to look and see how many fouls someone has or what was happening. Um, super annoying. Uh, well, and you see, I think that to kind of piggyback off that, I think that, you know, basketball has never been their top priority there. It's always true. been football, football, football. Whereas <laughs> here, not saying that this is any better, but I'm saying like our focus and most of our money has gone into basketball, basketball, basketball yeah. recently. Yeah. And football's kind of been on the wayside, which again, no pros or cons. It's just, that's just yeah, donors. Matter they donate to the winning teams. Yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe if Sam Houston basketball will just win a few games <sighs> and maybe go to the tournament a few times, they could get a real, scoreboard. they could get a real scoreboard. Yeah. But until that happens, which it's not yeah. going to happen any time soon because you know, SFA. Yeah. So, but that's just my two cents, but I agree. I feel like at least on the opposite side where they have the gyms, like the gym, like high school gym scoreboard, mm-hmm. at least like update that a little bit because that's just, yeah, you know, you can't read. You, you have to turn around anytime you want to see who has fouls or who has, you know, how many timeouts or just whatever. It's yeah, stupid. I did not like that. No, it's just dumb. Uh, so like Alex and I said, there were just a couple of miscommunications, um, mostly in the first half. I feel like yeah, uh, just not firing. Yeah, there was one, uh, and I don't know. I don't know if I don't know who was the one who didn't know what they're supposed to be doing or wasn't where they're supposed to be. But Nate made a pretty bad pass to David. But yeah. Part of my half of my grievance was on David because he just stood there. And he was didn't even like, try to go for it. Uh, obvious, it was a terrible pass, but obviously it was supposed to be to him. I guess Nate just thought he wasn't going to be there, but he just stood there. I'm like, you got to at least like try. Probably couldn't have gotten it, but I mean, you knew, you knew that wasn't going to anyone else. Right. Um, I feel like in the first half, they had a really bad mismatch on defense with Gavin whenever he was guarding number 14 because that – 
the number 14 on their team. Can't remember his name. Don't care. Irrelevant. Um, <laughs> but he was, he was a lot leaner yes. than Gavin and he was pretty quick. Yes. And outside shooter. And that's just not, not anything bad on Gavin, but you know, Gavin's a big dude. We need to have him guarding someone who's going to try to pose somebody up. Um, and that was not it. Um, our dunks in the first half weren't good either. We missed like two or three dunks. Kai Mitchell, number 14. Um, yeah. Just, um, just so that you know. And my, I mean, I feel bad giving this grievance on Gavin since he was the high point, but there were just a few points in the first half where I was just like, what are you doing? You're playing weak as shit. And I'm not pleased. Oh, like when he yes. came down with a defensive rebound and the Sam Flair literally just grabbed it out of his hands and put it right back up and scored. Yes. And I'm like, <gasps> and he's going to walk over to the bench and ask for a towel. I'm like, honey, your hands being sweaty are not the problem. Like you were just weak as shit with that ball. And I don't know why. And I was really pissed just off. Just hold on that. to the ball. Like when you come down yeah. with a rebound, freaking bear hug that son of a bitch. Yeah. Like he did not make it yeah. like that was his ball at all. He no. Kind of. You make that ball your bitch. Do not let people take. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was not pleased with that. I no. I would have lit up his ass if I was his coach. Oh my God. Ass. Cox did though. Well, yeah, I, he did. <laughs> I feel like Cox lights up his ass more than what we think. <laughs> Probably. You know, but he just does it in his coach Cox way yeah. where he doesn't show a lot of emotion. Yeah. He just looks at you. You, know, <laughs> and that's all. you have a look. I was not pleased with that. Um, um, and again, I normally don't complain on the refs, but there were literally like, there was a spot. I can't remember if it was the first or the second half. Um, where we, we were in the bonus and they were just going to give us the ball to take it out. And Kevon's like having to motion to them. Like we're, we're shooting. This is, this is the bonus. And so yeah. on the next one, my dad's like holding up one and one, like one finger on each hand. I'm like, I mean, this is bad whenever like the, the players and the fans have to remind you that we're in the bonus. Like, Oh, I did my program. I did my duty to remind that one ref. As much as I possibly could when we were there on this end of the court, that number four was flopping Chad. Yeah, Chad. Um, yeah. We scream this poor kid's name so many times. Um, Hope you don't forget it. Not really poor kid because he was my least favorite. So yeah. the, the ending of my airing of grievances are both about number four. But, um, I mean, this kid flopped at least three times. Like at really, least. Really egregious. Exaggeratedly. Yes. Um, like, even Richard was like, yeah, that, no. Flopped. He flopped multiple times. Multiple times. Very extreme. Very exaggerated. Uh, shouldn't have, should have gotten a warning. Should have got a warning should've on that first one. Yes. Um, they were bad. Yes. And then that kid was just, he was just a shit. Like, I was he just was. ready to whoop his ass. Like, I was ready to come <laughs> on the court. Because that one, it was like a sort of jump ball situation. But they didn't call jump ball. So him and Kevon just kind of scuffled around with it. Or something, and then passed it on, and then Kevon jumped up and tried to run off, and this kid literally stuck his foot out and tried to trip Kevon. And I saw it, and you can go back and watch the film. If I can get my hands on it, I will go back and watch it, literally on purpose. And then it was, like, really heated, and whenever there was a dead ball situation, he was, like, trying to talk shit to Kevon. And you could see Kevon was like, dude, we're cool. Like, we're fine, whatever. Like, very Like, maturely. these guys are trying like, to get Kevon teched me, up. Like, I would have freaking snapped and just whooped his ass right there but um and luckily, i think old kivon probably would have and he would have <laughs> and so i was worried yeah like, i know Kivon was literally like we're good man like trying to shake his hand and like tell him like just trying to like get him away from him like i'm good bro like we're good and yeah. i was like oh i would have whooped his ass and then but my mom and this is like this is actually a good note it was kind of funny because this is my mom's first game of the season actually she didn't go to any games last season so this is her first one in a while um, okay, Kay. Yeah, she was getting but she hyped up yesterday. She was getting hyped up. So that's what's funny because Alex and I discussed this, but my dad will like, oh, he has comments about everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he just doesn't get animated or yell or anything. No, yeah. He'll just like text um, it to you or mumble it under his breath. Yeah, yeah. under his breath or via text. But my mom, like, she doesn't come that often, but man, she gets into it. And she was like standing up like almost the whole second half, yes. yelling and cheering. And she was not pleased with number 13 on their team. Oh, no, no. He had a terrible attitude. He did. She said Didn't at one I point, point that out to you? She said at one point that he, I missed it, but he like tried to get in Keller's face or something. Yes. Oh, that was the end. That was yes. the end for her. She yes. was like, she was like, I'm ready to catch him outside. <laughs> he's going to catch, he's going to catch these hands from Kay Parton. <laughs> <laughs> she was not pleased with that. 
no, no. The first, the first, um, his name was, uh, I guess, Dannon, Dannon Swoop, Swoop, whatever. He had three three pointers. Okay. One of his first three pointers, and this is part of my oh, grievances. Yeah, yeah. I told you after he shot it, he turned, looked directly at our bench and did the like gun, like sideways axe, like psh, yeah. right at them. Nobody saw it, refs included, except my bitch ass. And I'm <laughs> screaming at the refs. This is ridiculous, taunting, yeah. bullcrap. Bullcrap. Like, I'm sorry. If this was any other group of refs or any other division, his ass would have been teed up. Yeah. I'm sorry, right? Yes. That's, there's no reason for that. Major taunting, especially in a rivalry game because it's just going to get things heated up. Exactly. I mean, directly at our bench. I mean, you cannot make this crap up. You cannot. And he just, he did other stuff like that the whole time. Like, it's one thing to, like, hit a three and, like, he did this a couple times. Like, he did, like, the three thing or the three, whatever, you know, that he did the the three gesture, the okay upside down thing. Fine, because we do the same crap. But when you, it's not directed towards anybody. But when you do it towards the bench as a direct, like, trying to instigate something. Yeah. That's BS to me. That's BS to me. Agreed. But whatever, Dannon, swoop, bad attitude. Look like a little shit anyway. Yeah. He we looked like he looked that. like a douche canoe. So anything you No, that's all. Oh, that was all okay. I didn't know if you had any more. Okay. Um that's all. <laughs> so um trying to think. Oh, there was one sequence where man, it should have been a tech, but it wasn't, of course. When the uh Sam Houston was uh, on, I think it was the first half. They were on our, wait. Yeah, our side. Um, And I guess the ball was about to rim out or it wasn't, it was just a bad shot. Yeah, Sam Houston guy come up the baseline and jump and freaking slam it down. Like it was a huge dunk. Huge. Yeah. And what a mood killer. What a. It was a definite buzz kill. Oh, that's what I wrote. I think I wrote Buzzkill. Literally in my notes. Mm-hmm. I did. I wrote Buzzkiller. Huge junk from the Sam dude. Shit, Buzzkiller. That's what I wrote. Because it was. I mean, first of all, let me back up when I said it should have been a tech. He hung on and swung on that rim. Oh, yeah. Should have been a tech right there. But yet again, it was not called. Yeah. There's absolutely no reason why you need a swing on that rim. I would assume that anybody who swings on the rim, whether it's our player or theirs, would have gotten a tech. Because that's not cool. Yeah. That's not cool. Again, more taunting. It's unnecessary. Okay. Here we go. You already mentioned the whole game and taking, you know, letting him, uh, letting the sand player take it out of his hands. I put, what the fuck? That was soft. Wow. I mean, come on. Taking candy from a baby. Literally. He just got pickpocketed. Hardcore. Just ridiculous. Um, Let's see here. Let's see here. Oh, they had a backdoor. Just egregious backdoor again. It was Awful, 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 awful. Um, and yeah, when you were screaming at um, what's number four, Chad, I I thought you said that he was trying to choke Kevon. I don't know why I heard choke oh, and not trip. trip. I don't know. I just, I, I just, I heard choke. So as soon as I heard that, I jumped up and started screaming like that mother trucker tried to choke Kimon. Don't make me come down there. <laughs> so I was lit up because I thought he was trying to like he grabbed him by the neck and nobody saw it. That's what I thought. So I was freaking out. But anyway, no, you're right. So miscommunication in the stands as well. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> so, so my grievance isn't to you. It's to my bad hearing. <laughs> it was loud though. It was loud to be fair. Cause I mean, again, um, you know, SFA brought the pain and brought the numbers um, and it was really loud on our side. And I literally wrote, and I just have to read what I wrote. Cause it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Effort tried to take out key. I'll cut you bitch. Oh my God. I was re- No, everybody was people were posting on Twitter like, I'm ready to scrap. Anyway, we're ready to scrap. We're ready to take this outside. Like, what else is new when we play Sam Houston? Their fans were rude. Their fans were disrespectful. I mean, they're over there in their little Kaniac crew, little group, 
looking like a bunch of scrubs and we're over here across the court and they're over there, you know, saying, Oh yeah, sit down, sit down, sit down. Yeah. Yeah. And then they got up and left with like two minutes left. That's right. So that's right. I tweeted about that on our Twitter, that fan, the, the damn sand fans, sand fans, Sam fans were getting up leaving at five or so minutes left. And it was a close game. Yeah. What are you doing? That is my last grievance. I don't care who you are. As a SFA bas- as a, as a basketball fan in general over here. When you're at a game and you see that your home team is playing the number 1 in the conference, the team that beat Duke and you're winning and or down by 2 or 3 or 4 and yeah. you get up with 5 minutes left and you leave are you kidding me right now? I was upset. Yeah, I was not pleased with I was that. upset when I saw that. I'm like, if I was your team on the court and I saw all these people mass exiting at five minutes left and this game is close and winnable on the Sam side and you leave, I would have been pissed. Same, same thing happens if SFA fans leave early and either we're, you know, if we're blowing it out, all right. But if we're close and I see people leaving, I get hot, hot. Yeah. But this was a mass exodus, people. Like, this was yeah. egregiously, like, a ton of people. Students. Like a fourth of the fans, probably. Left. I mean, just insane. I was I was blown away. Like, you're number two in the conference, and you could beat the number one team right now in your own home, your biggest rival, and you leave to miss traffic? They were more excited to get a Kaniac combo coupon than seeing their team win. <laughs> Were they not? You're not wrong. They were more excited to get a Kaniac combo coupon than see their team beat the Lumberjacks. They cheered louder when they got their coupon than (laughs) when they were getting the threes. And by the way, incentive, anytime a Sam Houston player hit a three, the whole damn, they started throwing t-shirts in the crowd. What kind of budget do you have? (laughs) I mean, damn. If we gave away shirts for every time we hit a three, we'd be broke. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway, I mean, that's fine, I guess, if you got the money, but shit. Anywho, that's all I got. Um, my last, my, That was my last grievance, but I just put on the notes I said, just in general, it's Huntsville. It's reason enough to hate life. Yeah. Um, I would never live there. I would never go to school there. I would never work there. Straight up. Yeah. I would be unemployed. The rest of my life, if my only option was working at San Houston. Yeah. There's no way. I would never. When I was when I was applying for jobs and when, after I graduated, my dad was like, oh, just apply at San Houston. What does <laughs> it matter? I said, absolutely not. I will not be a traitor. <laughs> it's bad enough that I'm wearing orange and blue right now at Angelina. <laughs> yeah. And that's hard. That's a daily That's hard struggle. enough. That's a daily struggle. But yeah. never would I wear the Bearcat logo. Anyway. All right. Let's go on to the captions. All right. So what do you mean? We only have one caption, but it was funny. Yeah. So, uh, Ray, tell them kitties to call their mama. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was a picture of, uh, it's like Kevon kind of coming towards the bench, I think, or something. It was just, yeah, his face was pretty good. It was like a, like a yelling face kind of a thing. Yeah. 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 Um, not bad. Everybody was just really hyped up about the uh, game. I feel like, and they were commenting on another picture I had posted. So that may have just gotten lost in the shuffle, which is possible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So lastly, let's talk about some announcements coming up. Uh, the next few games, like we mentioned before, there's a game on Wednesday at home, 6.30 p.m., February 5th versus Nichols. You can watch on ESPN Plus or, of course, radio with Q107 with Rob. Um Tickets are cheap from $6 to $13. I mean, you cannot beat that, people. Cannot beat it. Uh, Again, we're playing Nichols. It's our last game, like, first play of the year. And then we're going to start playing teams we've already played before, um, which, you know, New Orleans on Saturday, Cram the Coliseum, huge game. Let's go. So February 8th, Saturday, a lot of stuff going on. It is a doubleheader. The girls are at 2 we're at 4.30. And on Saturday, there's also a bunch of other stuff going on. So we're going to have a tailgate. 
Purple Owl Tailgate um, in the parking lot. Starts at 1130 with SFA alumni. And again, I don't know how many times we have to tell people this. You don't have, you don't have to be, be an alumni. alumni. It's you, just put on by the Alumni Association. Correct. It's just sponsored by the Alumni Association. Okay. So lumberjackfans.com will be there. We'll be there. But that doesn't mean you have to just come to our, you can bring your own tent. You can bring your own chairs. You can bring your and own. And you should. And you should. thousand percent. I mean, if you don't have any of that stuff, that's totally. fine. Just pull your car up, you know, or wherever we're set up, just bring your own stuff. Okay. But if you do want to come to our tailgate, the first 50 people will get free Frito pie and beverages again for the first 50 people. So I would recommend getting there on time or early. Yeah. Um, to the alumni tailgate. To the alumni tailgate. But again, you could bring your own tent, bring your own stuff. Bring your own stuff. Bring your own stuff. Be there, be there. So, again, the girls are at 2. Men are at 4.30. Free Frito pies and beverages for the first 50 people. Come tailgate. Come early. Tailgate with us and the Alumni Association and LumberjackFans.com. And let's get ready for the games that day. And wear purple. Wear purple. In case you didn't mention that like 10 times Jesus. Already. Purple out. Wear your purple. Get your purple out. Purple. 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 <laughs> I mean – it's not hard, people. And then after that, uh, the uh, next game is versus Tana. Oh my God, versus Texas A&M Corpus Christi on February twelfth, which is a Wednesday at seven. Huge game. If you can get down into Corpus Christi, Texas, please get down there. Please, 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 because this is a team that beat us at home. We need to win. We need to beat them. This is critical. So if you can get to the Corpus Christi game, please. And if not, it will be broadcasted on Islanders digital network, which probably means, which you, have probably work, means you have to pay six bucks again. Lord Jesus. I just hate that so much, but whatever, nothing we can do about it. So anyway, or you can just listen to Rob for free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So we're so excited for this upcoming weekend and upcoming week of lumberjack basketball, two games at home, including a doubleheader. It's going to be a wild ride. Hope to see you there. We need to pack out the stands both on Wednesday and Saturday. Get there, be loud, be early, wear purple, and always remember to axe some jacks. Without some jacks.